Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Hi, everybody. It's Andy Richter here, and you have... Tuned in to, uh, is tune in really the right word? I maybe have asked that before. I've done too many of these. It's the three questions with Andy Richter. And uh, today I'm talking to a very funny, very talented, very introspective, um, and, um, and fucking hot, smoking fucking hot mm. uh, comedian, Neil Brennan. Hi. Hi, Andy. How, How are, are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm well. Andy, I think we've. Uh, we met once, uh, well, I feel like we met a lot, but I, we only like hung out and talked once at a bar. I don't know. We'll go two years ago. Probably you and, um, and, uh, now I'm fucking blanking on her name. Jenny. I don't know. Jenny, something. Jenny, Jenny Johnson. Yeah, Jenny Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I couldn't remember. And you know why yeah. I couldn't remember? Because it? it's the it sounds like a fake name. It sounds like a fake <laughs> yeah. pseudonym of I was like, it couldn't be that simple. Yeah, Jenny right, Johnson. Right, right. Yes. Um yeah, we, we drank and talked. Yeah, yeah. Well, how are you? How's how's the drinking? How's the talking? Still uh drinking both? I don't do much of. Um yeah. but the talking I I do a decent amount of every night, Andy, in my 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 off Broadway show, Neil Brennan, unacceptable. That's right. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here, buddy. <laughs> I gotta sell. I've only sold eight thousand tickets, and I have to sell four thousand more. Is it um, is it going pretty well? Yeah, it's going great. It's just yeah. it's just like uh, I can't believe how many tickets I have to sell. Yeah, where it's like. It's I've sold 8,000 and I, and that's not enough. Apparently. Right. I've and there's sold. not, and there probably isn't anyone else selling them really. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Yeah. Of course not. God. No. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow it, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is my burden. No, this my, is my baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. So baby. it's a, it's your a baby, pain. your burden to make. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. same thing. Yeah. Uh, that's what the you your kids are almost no longer a burden, right? The, your kids are about to be their own burden. They're uh, twenty and sixteen, so they're still they're still burdensome at times. Um, Is it directly commensurate with their age? Like the sixteen year old's bigger, but like the twenty year old, you're kind of like, sorry. no, no. It's based no, it's based on personality, and it and it it ebbs and flows too. It's like you know sometimes 
they're fine on their own. And then they'll hit a rough patch just like anybody. And it's kind of like, yeah. uh, and then you got to worry and you, you know, and that, that, I mean, the real, the thing really is that, that is, it's inescapable and there's nothing you can do about it is that you spend so much energy and so much love and so much worry and anxiety and money on like making sure that this person is okay. And then you got to let them go. And then you just fucking sit there and hope that they don't get eaten up or murdered or suicidal or drug addicted or whatever, you know, you just, and there's nothing you can do about it in terms of, but you can't go like, do you ever have, do you ever watch them do something and then think about something you tried to instill and been like, well, that was a waste. That was a total waste. <laughs> that was a total waste of my time based uh, on that, that action um, by them. I would not- be, I would have a hard time not being a petty parent being like, huh, that's funny. Thought I sent you to private school. Forget it. <laughs> no, they, not so much that there is what I am, more, what I find more to be, like the recurring thing is like, oh yeah, that fucked up part of me that I struggled with. Oh, I see you have it too. Congratulations. Can enjoy, you say enjoy your you, bad brain? You know? Yeah. No, but yeah. can you say that? Can you go like, yes. hey, hey, can I speak to you for a second, son or daughter? That's my. That's on me. Yeah. Or it's not even on you because it's probably it's you know genetic or whatever, but. But you can you give them tips about like I did this, I had that, and and here's how you can yes. kind of help yourself. Yes, it's the one, the one, and I mean, and it's not all. It's a lot of the times it's shit like, uh, yeah, you 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 got problems with depression. Uh, I got problems with depression. Uh, there's times when it gets pretty bad, and you're not feeling that great about just like existing and. Yeah, that happens. But, you know, look, I'm 54. I'm doing okay. And that's been my life. That's, you know, like occasionally you will feel like you have somehow gut punched yourself. Yeah. You don't even know why or when or what, but yeah, that happens. That happens. And you just kind of get through it. And that's, you know, that it's cold comfort. It's the same thing. Like I got one kid that has trouble, like just, procrastinator you know kind of mm-hmm. add procrastinator also kind of a perfectionist so and and shit just piles up and i i was exactly the same way i was exactly yeah. the same way and i'll all i can say to to that kid is i got no tips for you you just have to do it like there's no like the work the work never goes away you become a grown-up and it's not homework it's like work work and there's no there's no special method. I mean, there's like strategies that you can read about and that, you know, school counselors will tell you. But the the bottom line is you just got to fucking do it. It's not going anywhere. And and there is, you know, you can change your relationship with yourself in terms of like not calling yourself an asshole all the time and, you know, and and being more understanding of yourself. Uh and I think that that's helpful, but otherwise there's no procrastination is just, it's a very simple thing. It's like, there's work. It needs to be done. You got to do it. And and how you get there, I got no, no, no advice. Did you, for you find that your, did you find that your kids were pretty much who they were from 
like eye contact from like the minute when they came out, you're like, okay. And they haven't Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, not fully, you know, because you, yeah. there's only so much you can, but like, yeah, yeah. You got a sense of their personality when they were still wet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and, and it continues. You would, but now you, know? you would wet them every day, right? I would. Work. I would. I would, I would, I kept the placenta fresh and I would rub them and down. And do you always, when you talk about your, when you talk to your kids, do you always talk like Curly from, from City Slickers? Like, since you were wet, I knew who you were <laughs> since you were wet. Jesus. Yep. I'm a cowboy poet as far as my kids know. <laughs> They've never seen Great. Me. Great. <laughs> now, you come from a big brood, right? You're the youngest. I do, yeah. Of, what was it? Five? Ten. Ten. Ten? Jesus yeah. Christ. That's yeah. ridiculous. It is. It's too many. It's way too many. You thought five was absurd. Yes. Um, ten. Yeah. It's like a thing that kind of doesn't happen anymore. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, yeah, it's unless just, you have a farm to tend to, you know, there, it or your Jim Jim Gaffigan is the only one who tried it. Right. Um, right. Because he was like, I want people like Neil Brennan in my my. I want my boys <laughs> to be like Neil Brennan. Um, I want to fuck them up just right. Yeah, yeah, just per- if I don't get at least one comic, I've done. I've made a huge mistake. Um, yeah, the uh, the yeah, it's too many. It's too many kids. Do should we start the? Do you actually do the three questions anymore, or is it just yeah, like yeah? Bullshit? But I mean, but they're just sort of inclusive, you know? Like oh, got it, got it, got it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like I'm, we're, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm already posing it in various ways. Got know? it. Yes. Um, you were meaning you were carrying me the whole time when there was one set of footprints. That's right. That's Great. right. I, and you're thank you, you actually you're a lot heavier than you look. You look. <laughs> Wait. First of all, how dare you? Um, um, I've been doing a joke. I've been doing in my, a joke in my show where I say, uh, I'm liberal. And I go like, clearly liberal. Look at me bone thin. And it gets a huge laugh. I'm like, why is that even funny? How is bone thin even funny? And it fucking crushed. It's gotten applause breaks from like, what the fuck are you um, laughing or clapping about? Well, you had um, like a hunch. I didn't you know wrote the joke. Yeah. No, I didn't even write Andy. I didn't even know it was funny. Sometimes I'll just say stuff that's honest and like that works. Whoa. I'm just too funny. It's an embarrassment of riches. Whoa. How I Andy, it is comedy is a mystery and it changed my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, or do you mean you just have problems with the fact that they that they are so like, is it like giddy relief that you acknowledge that you're bone thin? I don't, I truly don't know what's funny. About. I just said it like that's a description of me. Like, it was right, like, right. Me bone thin. Like, I just thought it was a description. And then it ended up being like, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like when you, when, when you, whenever you, a famous person, it's like Chappelle, you say, if a famous person even acknowledges something that not famous people have seen, they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. You saw Tiger King? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on yeah. Netflix. You saw the um, catheter ad with the wait, old man what? that flies a plane? Yeah, like well, yeah. how? <laughs> um, you get the same broadcast as me? Yeah. Um, so uh so yeah, gi- so gi- gigantic family and Do your parent like are there kids that your parents don't even know very well? Like there are a few in there that kind of slip. I would the I would argue all of us. Really? Okay. Um, I mean, uh, the, I, this is another thing I've talked about on my show. How old are your parents? 
Uh, my mom is 82, 80, yeah, 80, no, 81. And my dad is 84. Yeah. My parents are my dad, my dad's, uh, uh, dead, but he would be 91 and my mom's 87. So wow. like, they're from a different world. They're from yeah. like three worlds ago. Yeah, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, like I do it. I tell a story in the show that they were uh, the joke is uh, my parents were born in the Great Depression and they were nice enough to bring it with them. Like they <laughs> they uh, they my my dad was one of 13. And like his he was a twin. His grandmother was super proud of the twins. Then my dad's twin dies. Um, and the, my grandmother declared that she would never be proud of anything again for as long as she lived. Like just crazy depression-y shit like that. I picture her saying it on like the back porch in Chicago, like near the L. Like yeah, yeah. as long as I live. Um, and no one parent, can hear it because the train's going by. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but God, but God could hear it. Um, do you think? It, and, do you think that she felt it was her pride that killed her child? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Be, that's exactly right. I should actually say that in the show. Like that's how because that's how the world works. Right, right, um, right. If and you're prideful, they will murder your kid. Yes, it's yeah. because of because of that one story in the Bible. You're right. Um, and uh, and and then my the, my apparently my dad's parents put him up for adoption at one point, and a a family came and took him for a test drive and returned him. Oh my God! Like crazy. And then my mom's one of five. Actually, he's one of seven. Two of them died. Uh, and then her and then my mother's mom dies when my mom's a toddler. Her and her sisters get split up because they didn't even think the dad could take care. They didn't think a man could take care of children. Right. So they right. just so the mom before she died, gave the daughters away. One of my mom's sisters gets sent to Ireland with the caveat that they come get her in like 10 months or a year. Once the once they sort of sorted everything out about who was going to take over. And uh, and then they couldn't get her because of Hitler. Because of Hitler's blockade, Jesus like this Christ. is like this is like right above me. And right, by right. the way, this is a another thing that I'm really glad works in the show. It's a piece of trivia that I didn't know. You may not know Ireland during World War II. Andy, neutral, oh. couldn't call it. Couldn't wow. call it. <laughs> couldn't call it. They were like, mm, I don't. Your guess is as yeah. good as ours. It's not my fight. This one. Leave me yeah. alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they they uh, they were like that's so how much they hated England. They were like, you know, Germany is exterminating people, but they're also bombing London. <laughs> ah! So like, I had to look it up again because I was like, that can't be right, and it's right. It's right. And apparently, FDR and and Churchill was like, what the fuck are, is wrong with you people? And they were like, we don't know. Something's wrong. We're very, we seem very petty, don't we? <laughs> Um, they probably just, they didn't want to commit any troops, you know, to like die alongside Englishmen. And yeah, you know? no, I get it. Like yeah, I get yeah. it, but it's like looking back, you kind of go, "That's odd." They, I mean, did they have to send a letter of condolence to Germany, Andy? Did they really? Yeah. Oh. When Hitler died, yeah, <laughs> they sent a letter, Andy. They're just attracted uh, to morbidity. It's not their fault. Well, I think you know? they were playing the long game on uh, Aryanness, right? They were like, look, <laughs> if this Aryan thing really pans out, who's more right. Aryan than us? 
Right, right. We're, we're, we're so white that we're translucent. That is correct. So yeah. I think we might be the real, we might out, we may be able to out Germany, the Germans. So, um, so, so yeah, so I'm from a gigantic family and as somebody who deals with mental health and probably therapy and medication, all that stuff, you kind of, and then you try to blame it on your parents and then you go, well, what I'm, a, I'm two generations away or three generations from illiterate farmers. Yeah. So what am I even asking them? Right. Right. What, how can I expect this level of emotional integration from them when they, they're like, they just heard about it. Yeah. Like male emotions. The fuck are you talking about besides yeah, yeah. rage? Right. There's no male emotions besides rage. So like, um, so I, is horny an emotion? Um, um, yeah, I, so. uh, yeah, the, you do. Find, I mean, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And I do think that like you, you, you know, if, if you walk a mile in your parents' shoes that you can, you, you know, you can lose a lot of, well, I think first of all, when you're figuring yourself out, there's a healthy period of fuck those people and what they did to me but you go through it. You know, it's, it's not meant to be the place that you stop and linger and, and, you know, set up shop there. You're just supposed to pass through it on your way to a better understanding of yourself and the people that you love. But having kids, there's some things I look about back on that like, I think I have kids and I just kind of instinctively knew to not do that you know, or yeah. to do this. And I don't see them having done that. And yeah, no, I, you know, that's a, another joke that I did in three mics, the last Netflix special, which I said, uh, you know, they're the, uh, we did our best generation. And yeah. so it's like, all right. So you were, you were getting drunk, beating your kids and thought to yourself, this is me at my best. <laughs> Here I am at my absolute best. I can't help it. Glug, glug, this glug, is smack, smack, smack. Natural talent. Yep. <laughs> uh, I am the best. Water, water seeks its own level. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like that's the, that is the thing. And then do you bother confronting them about that? Or you just go, or, or you, do you accept that? I think part of the thing with parents is accepting if you accept them at that, like at their skill level, that's kind of a reduction from what, how you, what your expectations are of most people. Yes. So it's like, you're in a lower level than I consider most people. And yes. I, are you sure you want me to think of you that way? Yeah. And, and I don't, I still haven't found a good resolution for that. Right. Where, um, where like accepting, it's like your friend who's just like, you know, always late or all just like, a, it's like, I can accept this, but I don't, I, I don't think that highly of you. Yes. Especially when they get, you know, like there's a certain point too, that I think like, as people age, you know, the notion that people get older and then they have some sort of epiphany and, and do a 180. I have never experienced that in my fucking life. And also the other thing that, when you've got a person and there's kind of a duality, there's kind of like the part of them that's open and sensitive and kind. And then there's the part of them that's kind of selfish and 
and you know a product stubborn. of of hurt you know and yeah, yeah and stubborn i i i don't i don't see the the nice part like rising to the fore as people get old and that's a real fucking lesson that i try and absorb like maybe i can you know it just seems like the crust gets thicker and the part that you've always felt kind of like god i wish you could be more understanding or you know a little more patient or have a little wider view than you do that i i'm not familiar with too many people that that uh well yeah they just i also think they get they get defensive people yeah i mean i think older people get defensive and you know what analogy i've been thinking of lately is with uh like wokeness where like i've always thought of myself as pretty woke and pretty progressive and all this stuff and then they change the they like change the rules or enforce the they, they either change the rules or strenuously enforce rules that already existed and a part of me is like what the fuck like what yeah. and i and then in some ways i'd be like that's how my mother must think about me right and and i'm i'm sympathetic to her but at the same time like i kind of i'm i can't really negotiate on it yeah like and and uh but yeah that thing of the whenever somebody said like uh, there's the narrative of like the old the the joke is like women think that they're going to change the guy they're with and it's like i've never the most i've seen any the only time i see people change is when they almost die Mm -hmm. and even that they probably won't change and if they just go to a 12-step meeting every fucking day yeah they can make like incremental change and then it's 10 15 percent yeah yeah so this idea that anyone can change anyone i can't really change myself that much yeah so the fact that I, the idea that I'm going to change somebody else is uh, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, we all like go, well, let me, hold on, let me. Everyone's just a pickle jar that like, hold on, let me. I think I, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, it's, we're not changing shit. So we got to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Save big money and start your spring project with help from Menards. We offer a huge selection of body plants, veggies, and herbs to plant at home and grow yourself. Right now, all four and a half inch body plants are on sale through May 5th. Head to the Menards Garden Center to get your garden growing and check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
Can't you tell my loves are growing? One thing that has occurred to me lately is like the notion of like, like breaking through someone's shell. Like, you know, like, like, you know, someone this, this is, per, they're a tough nut, but you just got to work at it and you get through the shell. And then you usually find out they're all shell. Yeah. Like, you get through the shell and like, there's no nut in here. Yes. There's no the- lobster meat. There's just yes. a hole, you know. It's a oh, you're a nesting doll, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. Just more use. More I mean, shells. It's like there's no yeah. fucking yeah. And then at the end, it's just like a, there's like a fucking a fortune cookie. Fortune. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's right, nothing. Right. Yeah, people are. And by the way, people think that about you and me. Yeah. People, you know what I mean? Like every where we think all oh, these people it's like no work to most people were those people yeah yeah to everyone but ourselves were yeah. that fucking guy yeah who won't <laughs> x and that's yeah. another like uh like very hard to truly comprehend uh dynamic in human life yeah um yeah that but the, yeah like you ain't breaking shit yeah people are who they are and there's nothing you can do about it it's it's basically uh it, it's it's there's no it's no substitutions yeah people are like fickle chefs they're like temperamental chefs no substitutions mm-hmm. no change now by the way that's i actually feel like that in romantic relationships where i'm like take it or leave it like you yeah. can I'll, like if you want to talk to me about like being late or being rude like that's that i feel like that's a thing that you can give me a note about mm-hmm. but just like a lot of the notes are just like that's just what you want that's not better for me you don't want yeah, what's yeah. better for me you want what's better for you yeah yeah a buddy of mine said about relationships that um it should be a a gardener flower thing where you just fly you just water the other person and whoever however they grow they grow. You can't, yeah, you yeah. don't prune them. You just, whatever, just like, what are you supposed to be? I'll give you water for that. But most people think are afraid that if they water you too much, you'll grow into something that doesn't want them anymore. Yeah, so they yeah. like try to meet out the water and the, they right. clip you to their yeah. desires. And you've been married. I've been married and, uh, and yeah, no, but I agree. Cause it just, to me that like the ideal relationship is the one that you get to where you're just like, all right, I can just like be me, you know, like though I can just, you know, like the friends that you have that you don't have to, you don't have to think about keeping the conversation going. You don't have to think about what you're watching on TV. You don't have to think about even talking that much. If you don't have anything to say, you're just, well, that's existing, the, but I think you know? a lot of time in relationships, people take that everything's a referendum. So if I'm not, if I'm quiet, it's like, well, you're awfully quiet. Yeah. Well, this is a betrayal of me. <laughs> well, this is somehow indicative of how you feel about me. And it's like, no, it's not at all how I feel about you. I yeah. I have pre-exist all my personality is a pre-existing condition. Yeah. And if whether if you want to take it personally, cool, but you're gonna drive us both insane. Yeah, yeah. Um but and I try to impart that early on, Andy. I try to let them know. You should get a printout. Uh, Just hand I, out, you know, a flyer. You're a, a lam. I'm going to laminate it, and I have like <laughs> lots of them. And they're and then later toward yeah. like the older I get, the the printout is like kind of 
dirty and sticky yeah. and people are Got like how many relationships have, yeah how many relationships have you been in I'm like oh i don't know can't don't even know. count them <laughs> a, a lot probably yeah. a lot probably a lot <laughs> yeah. I, I i should get i should get these redone actually because uh, <laughs> I have, I'm out to the printer right now. I'm yeah. waiting for the email back on these things. There's some new medical stuff I should have included. Uh, that, yeah, they're yeah, handwritten yeah, at yeah. the bottom and sharp. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. Um, now, wait. Yeah, so, before yeah. we get too pessimistic, though, I do want to say, I mean, you've made progress in your life in terms of, like, just coping with who you are and sort of, like, some of the bad programming that you've received don't you think yeah i would yes i have well that's the thing is i but it's been like diligent work yeah it's not you know i've been to i've gone to i was the treasurer of an al-anon meeting yeah like i've done although i should have just said 12-step meeting an anonymous 12-step meeting but i didn't say who else was there i was there um right the uh i've i've gone to lots and lots of psychotherapy i've taken lots of um medication i've i've done ex, you know not experimental treatments but i've done a thing called tms which is transcranial magnetic stimulation on my brain i went to china to do a better version of it i what, what does I, it do uh it's a thing called tms it basically just st uh stimulates synapses uh, via a, a, uh, MRI machine, like dormant synapses, mm -hmm. uh, activates different parts of your brain and then it alleviates depression. And, oh, really? And do you find uh, yeah. it effective? Yeah, I did it probably six years ago, like a full treatment. And, um, and then I, and I did it and it lasted a long time. And then two years ago, I, I was going to do a stand-up show in Shanghai and the guy who was doing the show, who sponsored the show was like, Hey, my brother's a, a, um, neuroscientist in, or, a, or a surgeon in China. And he's a big fan of yours and wants you to has a better version of the thing you did. That's not legal in the States. If you want to do that while you're here. And I'm like, that's all I want to do. <laughs> So I went to Shenzhen. I like better, better version that's not legal, which means. Oh, it's so, it's like some music to my ear. Um, <laughs> not like, legal. I'm, if yeah. I turn out a supervillain, cool. If, my, yeah, if, my, if I turn out to be brainiac and my head swells to yes. four times. But, uh, but also size. a happier supervillain. So, right, right. Uh, yeah. So, and it was, and it was free. Fucking what do you, where do I sign up? I'll, I'm at the airport right now. So, um, so I did that. That was great. And then I've been, I did ketamine, which I didn't like. A lot of people have had good results from ketamine. And, and then recently I've been doing ayahuasca. That's got me off antidepressants and that's been fucking super cool. Oh, really? How often do you yeah. do that? Uh, I did it in the last year. I've done it roughly once a month which I kind of now feel like may have been more than I needed to, but I really love it. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, I don't know if you know people that have done it, but it's wild. I i mean, I've only heard of it and I, you know, yeah. It does it, do you get used to it or is there always the puking and shitting and all of that? Uh, the shitting is overstated. I've never, I've never shit and I've really never seen anyone else shit. Yeah. And I've seen hundreds of people do it. And I'll send you videos. The, I have some videos. I would love to. Um, 
Send it to my, to my burner. Okay. Um, and I don't want to get that in the algorithm. I don't want that through my Gmail and then they think I'm in. Listen, yeah, I, I, should, I, I, I didn't need to explain right, right, this. Right. I'll text um, them direct. And, yeah. Uh, the, and the puking, I puked once. And yeah. I don't know. It was, again, people puke. Millions of people puke last night from alcohol. No one brings it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but and yeah. How long, a, how long of an experience is it, like hours-wise? Uh, uh, one, each cup is about four hours. So, okay. and you usually do two cups. Uh-huh. So, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's wild. It's a wild, mm-hmm. it is uh, the only spiritual experience I've ever had. Mm. Um, and is it guided like in some way? Does the person uh, that bring you? There is a, not, not really. There's music and there's, it can be, I'm part of a circle where there is a bit of guidance. There is like a bit of a homily and like uh, a bit of like, not homily, but like um, there is like a spiritual, there's a ceremony. Yeah. Um, so, and that's, that's been wild. So that's been really helpful, uh, but I'll try anything. And I, yeah. and I, and I would say that, you know, I have changed, but it's a lot. It's a, it's a, like a full, it's a part-time slash full-time job. Yeah. It's, you know, sometimes 25 hours a week Wow. of like, think, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's too much, but like, you know, it's a preoccupation. What do you, what do you think? Cause I mean, there's a lot of people that, that issue attempts at mental health that even though they know it's good for them, why do you think you're so diligent? Uh, I think generationally, I was in, I, I, my, I'm the youngest of my family. So, you know, I have a brother that's like retired. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I, I don't know. I just never, I just, I was in the eighties. I was like in high school, late eighties, early nineties, high school. And I was like, people started taking Zoloft and I was, I knew that my house was not very healthy and, and I just thought like, I, I don't, the shame of it never manifested in me. Mm-hmm. It just never manifested in me. And what I found with people that are ashamed um, is, or people that like, if, if you say something about mental health and they're like sort of some of the effect of like pussy, they're the, they've just never given themselves any empathy. Right. And they think it's like wrong. Right. You know? Right. And and I I don't know, it just never manifested in me. And then and then you it can have a real especially as like somebody in public, you can have a a very positive effect by talking about mental health. You talk about it and you see like the DMs you get about it. And people yeah. say, like, I didn't I didn't consider it until I heard you do X. Like yeah. so few people talk about the TMS thing. I, I talked about it on the daily show five years ago and that, and the video of me talking about it became the homepage for most of the doctors that prescribed it. Wow. Like it, what no one talks about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, with ayahuasca now, it's another thing. Uh, Will Smith has been talking about it and that's going to be huge. Yeah. He talks about it in his book and apparently his book, he says it's the, the, the first taste of true freedom he'd ever had in his life. Wow. Yeah. Like, and he told me about it. So like you just, it, you know, if you talk about it and then you just, it's like, you know, a little, it's like a, it's a little, a little viral where 
people. Right, right. So I just was never ashamed. And I got a lot of help from, I started going to therapy when I was 23, started taking medication when I was 24, started going to 12 step meetings around the same time. And it was very helpful. It just gives you a better, it does give you like a laminated set of uh, tips for dealing with your own uh, sort of default thought process. Yeah. And, right. and which we don't get, we don't, yeah. we just don't get it. And then the stuff we do get, like you probably grew up going to church or some kind, right? Yeah. Not, I mean, you know, kind of lackadaisically. Yeah. But um, yeah, like you, even that's like, well, this isn't very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Like doesn't, it just makes you feel guilt. So yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, I guess a little bit's helpful, but, but yeah, like, so I will say that I've changed, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 for, percent. I think the biggest one, honestly, it's been ayahuasca that, I mean, from yeah. my friend's point of view, that's the one that people go like, you seem different. So oh, really? Yeah. TMS ayahuasca. Yeah. I'd say those two. Wow. Wow. But the talk therapy, do you think without the, that, uh, I mean, I, I would... found talk therapy. I started sort of joking about talk therapy and going like, I have to go to uh, therapy right now so I can repeat my problems like yeah. an incantation. Yeah. Um, like, well, then my mother, well, you know, my mother, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and it just becomes after a while, I was like, I need something in my body. I need mm. something like, cause it wasn't like the brain talk stuff. Wasn't um, getting it, getting through to me. Right. And, and um, again, I've done a thing called traumatic release exercises where you, your body shakes out trauma. Like just, I've done every, I did EMDR. That's been really helpful. I mean, mm -hmm. again, yeah, I say TMS, but EMDR, TMS, uh, everything's helped uh, 5%, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing that bugs the shit out of me about, about therapy is they don't tell you other options. Yeah. Even within therapy, they don't say, hey, I'm Freudian, but you might be better off with this kind. It's like going to a car dealership. They don't tell you about other types of cars. Yeah. Because it I is mean, a business. Some do and some don't. You know, I've had I've had therapists that have said, you know, you would benefit from this other thing. You know, oh, really? Like, I've me, never yeah, had let that. me let me refer you to uh, yeah, yeah. Um and, and it was just and it was kickball therapy. It wasn't even it was <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was kick therapy and it was, you hire people and you get to kick them. Uh, Great. Yeah, it works out a lot of and they're usually like uh they're like uh you know submissives. So they yeah, get yeah, something out so of it. They're you rock get something hard. Out. Yeah. It's not and it doesn't cost much because of that. You yeah, know, you but and you there. injured your you injured your ankle on a on a rock hard penis. That's right. <laughs> I kicked a dick. You How'd turned you hurt your it. foot. Ah, yeah. Ah, ah, don't dick. worry about it. All right. All right. I'll tell you because <laughs> I trust you. Um, all right. Well, shifting gears here. Um, one of the you know they I they uh, somebody sends me like some research because I can't be I can't be looking things up myself. Dare you, yeah. And um, but one of the things that really struck me about your career trajectory was that you early on knew you wanted to do stand up, went up once, didn't do well, and then didn't go back on stage for like was it four years or something? Yeah, it was. I didn't do well when I was eighteen. Then I did well when I was twenty three. 
But me and Dave had just sold half baked. So I was like, ah, I'll just do that. And then I was a writer. And then I started again <laughs> when I was 30, like during Chappelle's show. So that wasn't I that wasn't really thing. And then I didn't start in S in like in in I started really like every day when I was 33, which wow. Don't do that. Um <laughs> Which yeah, but I mean, work. but what, why do you think that, I mean, why do you think you kept coming back to it? And, and, and it seems like you, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you think of yourself primarily as a stand-up comedian. At this point, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, because it's the, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I'm sure you can relate. It's like, well, what do I make the most money at? What do I like the most? Yeah. What do people want me to do the most? Yeah. Um, the at this point, I think of myself as a comedian who, yeah, I mean, but there are a lot of people who think of me as a writer. Like, yeah. mo- uh, I don't know about most people, but like, I get a lot of writing offers and, uh, and, and like people, cause that's the thing, like the things I've written have been very successful. So, yeah. but I don't, I call that doing the dishes. It's like, yeah, you can be on the show, but we need you to be. I'm like, no, either you want me in the restaurant or you don't. Like, right, right. I'm not right. gonna. I I don't want to do dishes. Um. So I I see myself as a comedian. I always, I don't know. I guess I was like always a comedian. Somebody one time said a guy named Alan Stevens, uh, who was a he was a writer for Roseanne. He was a comedian. And he was a writer for Roseanne, and he goes like. I don't know if I'm a writer. I think I'm just like a shit talker. And <laughs> I think of myself, I always think about that. Like, I think that might be, I mean, again, I can, I do think in, I can think, I think in sketches a lot of the time or I'll think, right. in a, or I'll think in like a desk piece or whatever. Right. But I also have stand up bits. Like I, I can think I'm like bilingual, I guess, in that regard. Right. Right. But, right. But you know, from working on a show, um, it's can be drudgery and it can be uh like in fucking so fun but at the same time like if you don't have to um you know i bet you've started going i'm sure in 95 you were like at the office like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and then by 2010 you're like yeah i'll figure it out let's see what they got yeah yeah well, no, it definitely, it ebbs and flows. And uh, that's another thing. That's a twice I've used that phrase, but uh, like, it's, you know, it's all uh, ups and downs, a roller coaster ride of just sort of my own mood and, you know, circumstance, uh, the two things aligning, but I definitely, <laughs> you know, the, the TBS show wound down, but I mean, I remember, and I even had a conversation with Conan about this a couple of years ago where I was like, we're two men in our fifties and we're still doing bits. Like that's our mm-hmm. job is to do bits. And it just seems, I don't, you know, like so sweaty and inelegant, like to be this old and still like doing like, Hey, did you see this uh, yeah, new no, I story know about mean. the lizard that got into the, you know, into yeah. the air conditioning duct and Right, but it's that's a bit of a life thing. It's like, well, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, that's the thing you're good at. Right, right. You guys are fucking freakishly good at bits. Like, yeah. 
Um, Because there are guys who like Smigel or something. Like, I don't want him doing anything else. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Go go do bits. Go do your bits. I need you to do it. They're like McKay is still doing bits They're I guess they're more elegant and sophisticated. Right. But sometimes I'll be watching a McKay movie and I'll be like, fucking. That's I wish Will Ferrell would walk in and fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like watching Succession going like, I could use a little fucking Will right now. (laughs) Um, Or you know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. So I know I I do understand the thing that I don't. um, With me, it's more like I like being. I don't like the humiliation of having to ask somebody if I can, if something's funny, that's yeah. what it is. The thing I like about standup is like, I'll just ask the audience. Right. I don't need to ask an executive or we've been lucky in that the people we were asking were funny as shit. So like, yeah. and again, we're not asking, we're saying like, can I interest the gentleman in this? You know? Right. Right. But when the gentleman's like, no, and you know, it's cause, uh they're like kind of pissy with you about some other thing you're like yeah yeah. you know what i mean like you know whatever this is not i don't think we're telling tales like these these guys are ass but it's just these are personal relationships and you it it's the it's the 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 anecdote and this is very relatable to you i'm sure where that me and dave were having a conversation one time and i go are you asking me this as your friend or as your executive producer? Yeah. Like, cause there's different answers. Right. You know what I mean? And by yeah. your executive producer, I mean like your employee, mm-hmm. like basically like, and even, and, and that's, that gets a little sticky after a while. Is that you because know, where, it's the difference of, do you want to hear what you want to hear? Or do you want to hear what I want to tell you? Are those well, the differences? It, it, it's there's there's so many jobs in in L.A., especially. I mean, a lot of jobs are like this to a degree, but where they're entirely based on uh, somebody liking you. Yeah. And so that's so it it like you're you have to behave a certain way. It's not you know, it's like this one person can just decide, fuck you. And you're like, so, and that just kind of is a bit, uh, doesn't feel very adult or human. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because hey listen remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation and you were like i'm serious if that leaks over the counter it'll be a slimy abomination by the time i get back and i was like yeah 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 of course don't worry about it i won't forget <laughs> well oh yeah that happens so start clean with clorox use clorox products as directed rinse after use if in contact with food surface Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
Can't you tell my love's a growing? To me, the thing about it is always like, well, aren't we supposed to be making funny goods television? Like, isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? And then you find out like a lot of these decisions are like, oh, you didn't make that decision based on a funny good de- television standards. You based that on your ego, your pride. You know, y- you know, a lot of times it's like the genesis of whatever this project is wasn't your idea. You weren't in on the ground floor. So right. You, so like, you're not like invested. Some, yeah. yeah. Some new alpha male. You have to kill all the offspring of the previous alpha males, you know? Yeah. Just that. Kind yeah. Of that's shit. the and that's the thing where, you know, that on reality shows where every, where they go, I didn't come here to make friends. Yeah. I realized at a certain point I came here to make friends. <laughs> and yeah, what's uh, so wrong and, with that? I know. I really yeah. like am in comedy. Like, hey, we're all doing comedy. And right, then you realize right. like. Oh, other people's uh, uh, motivations are not that. And I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm selling myself like I'm a, I'm a rube and I have the best of intentions. But I, don't, I just got to the point where I, I do stand up and I direct commercials. And the reason I like doing those two things is because there is the stand up is autonomous between me and the audience and the commercials are short term and i always say like i'm like a wedding photographer yeah where i'm like hey i don't you know i was doing a commercial one time and they were like oh you're the last director was such an asshole and i was like why did he was he did he dream of making a buffalo wild wings commercial like what's the <laughs> what's the where is he getting yeah, the, why yeah, be an yeah, asshole yeah. Yeah. like i not like i've never been an asshole one direction a commercial but like I just see it as like, hey, uh, let me help you do this thing. Right. I have my experience that I'm decent at with making short things. And it's a it's a very transactional relationship that I think I understand. Whereas once you get into projects and it just I just find the relations are really hard to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Like I just find them harder and harder the older I get where I'm like, ah, I didn't want to see that part of you. Yeah. Or, or, uh, or they're just, you know, or success does a thing or failure does a thing or just, so there's like, I'm in comedy. I try to, uh, be friends with as many people as I feel connected to. And some, you know, if they need help, I'll come in for like short spurts, but this, I think the thing of being in a submarine with somebody again is like, I don't think it'll, I think I'm like too, I can't, I don't think I could do it Yeah, because it's just too, it's too, it's too fraught. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, and I, and that's, and, and the submarine with Chappelle show was great and very successful. Funnily enough, um, when, when we were doing the pilot for Chappelle show, Dave did Conan and in the commercial, Conan goes, who are you, who are you writing the show with? And Dave goes, uh, it's buddy of mine, Neil Brennan. And he goes, uh, who else? And he goes, uh, Dave's like, ah, we're just going to be me and him. And he goes, I'm telling you, don't do that. <laughs> He's like, it's going to be too hard. I, I implore you. <laughs> and, uh, and he was right. He was wrong until he was, you know what I mean? Like, again, yeah, yeah. It's, just too, right. it's like, just it worked too, until it didn't. 
Yes. And yeah. it's just too, it's too, uh, it's too much of a hothouse. And it just like, mm-hmm. it's just like nuclear. It's just like this when the, when the, when the, when the fusion's happening, right. It's fucking Rick James. And then when right. it's not, it's, it's a, Hey, Dave went to Africa and you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it, uh, it uh, you know, it, it is though true. It's, uh, I mean, it's something that I, I didn't notice until kind of later um, because I'm, you know, like working with Conan is a very specific thing and it's only that thing. It was the Conan show. And then, you know, and we go on the road or, you know, and we do like live shows in other places, but it's, it's only that thing. It's not like we were, it's not like Will Ferrell and Adam McKay coming up with a new Will Ferrell, Adam McKay right. type movie. So Conan was sort of my creative partner through all this, you know, through the bulk of, you know, I mean, hopefully I'll be working another 20 years or so, but, you know, through the bulk of the last almost 30 years. Um, and I, I have, it took a while for me to realize like the people that are really kind of doing stuff that I like and that I appreciate they're partnered like, you know, like Dave had you and you had Dave and, you know, Will Ferrell has Adam McKay, you know, like everybody has kind of somebody to lean on. Um, But, but it is like, it's, it's hard to hold that together when the thing that you're doing is jokes and also uh, business it's commerce, you know? So it's like, it's you're not just you know making writing funny songs together or whatever you're you're you know you're selling cheeseburgers and and dish soap you know yeah i mean i would argue that there's also like the the emotional component that like to the same thing of like i people say i didn't come here to make friends and i'm like i totally came here to make friends so there is the I'm. I might be too sensitive to have a partner. I don't know. Like, but I, I'm with you. Like, I love McKay and Farrell's stuff, and I like yeah. when people. There's something cute about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I think in my case, uh, I think in my case, Dave didn't want to have a partner. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I, it's like, and that's why I do stand up because I'm like, oh, okay, well. I like I like that. I really like that. If I have a partner, I want it to be like totally unhealthy and enmeshed. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, like real gooey shit. Right. And and I so but then that's I that's a young found, person's game though. That's a young I know, person's game. I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, I used absolutely. to love. I used to love when I started out in comedy, which was improv. I used to love being around dysfunctional people and see them, you know, like bounce up against each other, like bumper cars and the sparks fly and, you know, and just kind of, you know, we look at that. Look at all that fucking sickness on display and they're overlapping yeah. and wow. And and then after a while, it's like, oh, no, no, that's exhausting. I don't well, want yeah, to yeah. fucking deal with crazy people being crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't even have to be crazy. It's, it, uh, when I say like gooey, I don't mean like just that. It doesn't have to be awful. It's just, that's my tendency, right? Yeah. So 
and so yeah yeah and and uh so i realized like if i'm if i'm in a thing even with this show i'm doing now like derek delgadio directed it and he did a show called in and of itself and it was excellent and and i love that show and we asked him to work with me on this and and um and like for a while we were like on some bunk bed shit Mm. for like six eight weeks prepping Mm -hmm. this and then at a certain point we then we didn't need to be and i'm just kind of like hey i mean not i think we were both like hey what if uh, we don't see each other and it's like well because we're we're done i mean we're kind of done you know yeah um and uh so I like that thing, but I realize like I I get uh to it's it if I'm if I'm gonna be in that with somebody, it's like I'm in this thing with Dave and then it's it's planned and contracted and my life is gonna be that. And then he just goes like, Nope. And like and then you go, Oh, this is not a good way to plan a life. Right. And yeah, and so so then I just kind of from that point on, I've been like, OK, let me just do short term things and mm-hmm. stand up and and not be so uh, reliant on another person's kind of whims. Was was it because like were the like the breakups too hard? Like, I mean, did you feel? Yeah, like, I don't. Was it yeah, just like too stressful to be that close to somebody and then have it end and. Yeah, kind yeah. of. I mean, I it with there. I've I've written with other people or work with other people, and I get very like, we're fucking blood brothers, man. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like not that's not healthy on my part. And like with Derek, it was like that thing of like, hey, it was like forty eight hours of like, well, I thought, and it wasn't. I don't even think I ever said it. It was right. just a feeling. Right. Whereas before, I would have said it. Yeah. yeah. So. So the, the, um, so I just have to like know that I'm like that and, and try to, uh, work and undercut that part of myself, or at least like mitigate it through thoughts and behavior and, and know like, yeah, that's, I'm going to, my, I, my soul's going to want to do that. And I just can't. When you, this, I mean, and I'm, I'm asking a question because it part of that I relate to in a sense. And I'm asking this question. And it's a question I've asked of myself. Does your ability to have those intense partnerships and then move on from them, does it make you doubt your ability to maintain a long partnership and to really like. To well, really no, see? it's a, it's worse than it's worse than that. It, 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 and again, I, I would bet a lot of money that you relate to this is you worry, like, can I do something on my own? Yeah. You know, like that's the big worry. So that's been like the stand up part uh, of my life is like I. I have to do it on my own because I, I can't count on a partner and and it's been very gratifying to have specials like three mics and the new one unacceptable. That's like, I did it on my own. I did it. I don't, there's barely any one's other words in the special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, so that's been fucking really gratifying. And, and, and so that's always my worry and my insecurity 
the the part being a partner i think i've gotten better at it like like just being and a lot of it is about not being codependent yeah and being like very like yeah cool we'll work till six and then i'll see you tomorrow at 10. yeah yeah you know and not like what do we hey man yeah i thought of an idea yeah is your wife with you you know (laughs) lose her yeah yeah whose side are you on (laughs) um so so yeah at, so that's um, kind of been my art. When you, I mean, because you do kind of deal, you're an excellent joke writer, but so much of your, of your standup deals with mental health. Um, was there like a point at which you made a decision? You know, I'm not just going to crack wise here. I'm going to also kind of, I'm going to share this. It was stuff a necessity because- thing. It was a necessity thing. Cause I did an hour on comedy central that I thought was good. I did an hour and a half in Comedy Central that I thought was good. And no, and just like people were like, hmm. So I was like, I'm not just going to keep putting on hours that people don't care about. Like, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. waste my time. So I was like, let me do one more thing that is, um, that is, like, I'll do another special. And hopefully, if people don't care, then I'll just stop because mm. I'm not, I just do something else. And, and I did the three mics thing and it kind of became like a lane for me, meaning like I do in that one, it's like different and segregated. Like now I'm being doing stand up for 12 minutes. Now I'm telling a story for 10 minutes. Now I'm doing one line. So like, uh, and I realized that people like the, the sort of serious revelatory monologue as much as they like the stand up. Yeah. And and it is a weird thing where people I don't uh, the same way. I don't feel a lot of shame about about um, mental health stuff or mental health frailties. I don't have a lot of shame. of. I don't mind talking seriously to an audience, even though they've just been laughing. I'm not I don't right. see I don't see them as like I've I've kind of figured out a way to do it occasionally where I can be funny and then the next little pocket be serious and it's better it's more effective overall i have a i have a joke with with chris rock where i would say like if i could crush like you i wouldn't do this shit (laughs) fucking i can't crush like him so but what i can do is crush around as hard as him but then the nutrient part the sort of revelatory or the personal part kind of gets to you there. Yeah. It'll like get you closer to like the fullness that, that Chris or Dave or Bill Burr or any of these people can give you. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I need to, I need to do more than just do, you know, stand up jokes. You got the, the special that you do. I mean, a special, I don't know if you got, you know, your one man show uh, unacceptable, which is now and playing until uh, November 21st, they can get tickets at unacceptableshow.com. All right. We're not, we're not wrapping no, up. No, no, I just want to get another You're one gonna, in there. No, 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 but, no. no. Um, we're not wrapping it up. But I think, yeah, yeah. look, if people never know, with podcasts, you never know when you're wrapping right. it up, Andy. People they're, wrap and, it up whenever that goddamn well please. And also, they can still listen while they're purchasing tickets if they're listening on That's their right. computer. Yeah. We, thanks to the apps. And right. the, there's so many things happening, so much technology. It's Go crazy. ahead, folks. Order away. Um, what What do you, is this the kind of like, is that you said it, the stand up, the, the directing commercials? 
Is that kind of what you what you see your life being like going forward? Yeah, I'm doing a I am doing a series for Netflix that uh Kevin Hart asked me to do. Um that it'll be a doc series like four episodes. I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm of just like life of a comic kind of thing. No, it's uh no, it's a it's a it's a doc it's a it's a doc, it's like a serious uh, it's a, I don't, I don't want to say what it is, but it's okay. like not, it's not, it's not biographical. It's like, okay. Ideological. I see. Um, uh, and so I'm going to do that. I got, it's one of these things where like, I assume every job is my last one, mm-hmm. uh, in a, in a like protective way. And also like, um, I don't have a wife or kids. So like, I'm not that concerned. I don't, ha- I'm not purely driven by making a living it's more just like what do i what can i do what should i do with my time yeah and and i i don't yeah if i just did stand up and commercials and and did a doc series if i became like a doc series person i kind of don't know what's gonna happen like in Mm -hmm. some ways i feel like uh not like my career hasn't started yet but like I don't know. Like, this is cool, but I feel like there's a lot of things that I don't get considered for that other people do that. Like, if I got considered for those, I would do them. I don't or nothing. Yeah. Or I'll just read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, it's I think about it because it's like you said, you're, you know, you're established, but you still kind of think of yourself as like, well, yeah, there's a lot left undone here, though. Like, I still haven't really. And this is something I feel it's like. You know, I, I've I've been working in television a long time, but I still feel like there's a lot of stuff that I that is undone, and that, that there's a lot of things that I would like to do that I feel like I still have this feeling of like I'm a young person and I'm just starting out, and I you know well you know, but and, I will say like you know I, the looking at you, and again I say this as somebody who's 47, but like I I you I didn't realize how young you guys were when you started. Yeah. Like when the show started. I think I was 27, maybe. Right. But you, I was, it was, I was 19 or 20. Yeah. So to me, you guys are old. Yeah. Right. And then you realize, and then, and then like recently the thing, a year or two or three ago when someone was like, you know, Conan's the oldest, the longest late night host. And you're like, what? Yeah. Um, and you guys are still not that old. I am. Um, so, so yeah. And even in terms of like undone, I guess it's, it's like, uh, I see it more like, I'm curious about like, if I, if I could contribute to that or, or feel like I would have an idea around that, I would do it. And, and cause I'm trying to get away from, uh, I'm not good enough thinking. Yeah. Like I'm deficient thinking yeah, and just go like, Oh, maybe I could do that and contribute instead of like, I don't know if I'm good enough. Yeah. Could I sirs? Yeah, yeah. May I play the right. fifth lead in your sitcom? I'm begging you. <laughs> please. If you please. could find it in your heart, please, please. Let I've me, never been the fifth lead. Let me do the fart jokes, please. Yes. I can sit, I can come through a door and say something (laughs) ironic. Uh, um, 
on a more personal note, do you do you ever see yourself getting married? And you don't have to answer that if you don't want to. You know. Um, I'm not opposed to it. I have a bunch of stuff in the show that's sort of like. I'm not, I would love to have a, a everlasting love commitment with a woman. Yeah. Uh, um, marriage, I, the legal, I don't, I haven't looked at it from the legal point of view, mm-hmm. uh, which the, I've been doing a joke a lot. Like the culture wants you to get married so badly that common, even they have common law marriage, which is when you go, no, we're just dating. And the government goes, how long? And you go 10 years and the government goes, Mm, you're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, just so you know, you're married. Yeah, like yeah. they, there's just, tax they have... benefits to you too, dragging your feet this long. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, the yeah, like I'm not opposed to it. It doesn't. I, it's another thing where I've stopped thinking about my life is uh, incomplete if I don't. I don't. Yeah. I just this is my life. I'm a. I'm here, and if that's a thing that I want to do, then. If or if that's the thing that presents itself, I'm so in love that we gotta that we gotta call the government. Then yeah, yeah. let's do it. You know, but I don't. But I'm not gonna see it as if I don't get married, I will not see it as a as I fucked up or I was deficient as a failure or something. Yeah, it's a failure. It's a failure of leadership. Um, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You yeah, just can't like, play ball with that. others, can you? Yeah, it's, you it's never. It's, I don't play see it ball. as a, yeah, if it's a character flaw or if it's like there's a flaw in the system or the me. That's kind right. of what actually the show is about. It's like the world wants me to do this thing, but I don't want to do that. Am I am I broken? You know, right. Which I think is like kind of the maybe the main people's main problem. Yeah. No, I mean, a, once you get past a- poverty and hunger. It's a prime existential quandary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it is, but it is like, you're right. It's like for people who are safe and not hungry, that's yes. when they, they worry about that sort of thing. Um, yeah. You know, I, uh, the, the, fi- the, the three questions of this one is like, what have you learned? And I mean, you're basically, you keep doing shows that are almost, you know. Here's what I learned, yeah. Officially, the text of here's what I've learned yeah. Um, uh, yeah. In some is there ways, sort like, of like a Neil Brennan one you can boil down? I mean, you know. Um, in terms of what I learned. Yeah. Like what, you know, what advice you have for people or what people, the point of your story, what they would take away from it. Well, I have showbiz like advice, showbiz advice that I wish I had known, um, which is uh, seem nice. Um, that's and not be nice, seem nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a big showbiz lesson. Uh, the, what I learned, I guess is just, I don't know. It's just, I don't think that your instincts can't be wrong, but you're, I spent a lot of time not trusting my instincts and, uh, I don't know. I wish I, I wish I, I wish I would just like take my word for things mm-hmm. more often. Yeah. Like, and I wish there were more instances where I was like, I met my own needs. Like, yeah, that's like your needs are your needs. Like you're not gonna, that they're okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they're, they're not, they're not wrong. I mean, again, if they're immoral, if they're like blatantly immoral, yeah, right, your right. needs, 
yeah. you don't do that. But a like, taste for human flesh, you know. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, what? I mean, yeah. There's, I mean, there's even there's degrees of that. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Um. So. So like that's the the. I wish I'd uh, met my knee own needs more often, and I wish yeah. I took my word for things. Is that were you afraid of uh, difficult conversations? Uh, were you were you afraid that that your needs were somehow deficient? I just thought that they were wrong. I just thought that I was if if you know it's like if I didn't want to be in a relationship with somebody, whether it's a man or a woman, I, my next thought, especially with women, would be like relationships are hard work, and be like, yeah. okay, I'll give it another year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, and I, I know lots of people that do that. Like, I think most people do that. Yeah. Uh, and you just go, uh, okay, yeah, I am pretty late. I am a procrastinator or whatever. Like you think of the thing you're probably doing wrong and it's like, mm-hmm. or it's just not right. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and, and, but that's the thing that's hard for, I don't even mind tough conversations. I think I've gotten better at them over time, but, but just expressing my own needs in a fairly open way, people, you know, the weird thing about it is people are very accepting of it. If you just go like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I have this feeling and I know that that's, it's like, uh, it's a, it, it, it's anathema to you or it's not what we agreed to or whatever. But if you express it like, hey, I have a human feeling and I hope you can understand. Yeah. I think like people are more understanding of that than you would guess. Yeah, yeah. You know? It it can be somebody helping you decide whether or not it's valid. You know, like this need that you have, you can talk to somebody about it and, you know, they can help you because, you know, so much of the time, it's like you said, following your instincts Sometimes you're you don't know what your own instincts. They could be right. They could be wrong. I think as you get older, yeah. you get you get a better handle on that. But you're everyone's capable of making mistakes, and that's one of the biggest. Like the people that think they get to a certain point because of success or money or whatever, to where they think like just because nobody tells me no, I have the I can't be wrong anymore. Like just mm-hmm. if it comes out of my mouth, it's right. Like I see that all the time and that's like, yeah, I mean, not only is it, does it make life miserable for other people, but it's also like such a nice prescription to never feel happy. Like to go to the end of your life feeling like I'm missing something. I got everything, but I'm missing something. And it's like, yeah, because you're, you're not allowing yourself to be a full character. You know, you're a caricature, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I mean, there's part of me that's like, I look at the kind of person you're talking about and I go, I mean, the, I always say, uh, narcissism, narcissism basically is, uh, they have the disease and we all have the side effects. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, right. The, narcissists don't care. Like they are Mm-mm. un they go to the grave unreformed. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so narcissism is like one of those things where you just go like, yeah, as much as you go, you're, you're that advice you just gave to a narcissist, like the fuck are you talking to? I'm rich. I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm yeah. Um, so, but it, it, it is more like, I think if you are, it's like, if you say in a, it's like a good divorce where you're like, this isn't 
this isn't good for you or me, you know, like this isn't good for us. Like I have enough empathy for you to accept the fact that you don't love me the way you used to because I'm not who you thought I was going to be or whatever, like without being so territorial or defensive, you can just have a an empathetic conversation with somebody and it's it's just better but i didn't know you could have those i thought it was all just like here's what they're expecting so i'm going to do that and i'm going to do that and do that and do that until i just can't and i won't communicate any doubts or misgivings until it's just a rug pull right Mm. until i can't take it and i'm like we're breaking up or whatever and and then they're they feel completely blindsided because i didn't let them in on any of my misgivings yeah yeah um, so I guess it's like just my advice to people would be, uh, of course, brush your teeth and um, and it, you that your needs are OK, provided that they're somewhere in the sphere of morality. Right. Right. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what thanks. I don't know what people more people want from you, frankly. I, I've never I've never understood what they want. from me. You, <laughs> you give and you give. Yeah, they All may right, not well, want anything from me, which is the worst, the worst possible oh, that, news. You can't just run away from that thought. Just flee yeah. from it like it's the blob. Yeah. Ah. yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the show is called Unacceptable. It's yeah. until the end-ish of November. Yes, sir. And, uh, and, what's and then the I'll probably do it in L.A. at some point, and I'll probably tour it a little bit. All right, cool. I'll come see it if it's in L.A. I'm not going to New York for anything. Where in LA, how close does it need to be to your house? Uh, my backyard. I live in Burbank. Yeah, it is yeah. LA. So fuck yeah, Burbank. Yeah. The Silver Lake is probably max for you, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, like like West Side, you're never gonna it's not you're not even gonna RSVP. It, West Side, unless I'm uh unless it's uh Unless it's Conan's house or there's a possibility of me getting laid, forget it. Are you single now? Um, yeah, no, yeah, I've been, uh, I got a divorce a couple of years ago. All right, I didn't realize, for some reason, I just thought, I just assume uh, divorced guys all get a, a girlfriend who's also divorced. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no, like, system in place. There's no, like, California well, agency well, when my- when, when my app comes out, there will be. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this, Neil. And uh, Andy, and it was the, nice talking to you. It was great talking to you, and I, I I'd love to uh, uh, bump into you sometime and 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 share another drink. And it's gonna. It, I think it. I think I think the odds are are good. Good. All right. Well, everyone out there, thank you, uh, thank you, Neil, and thank you all for listening. And we will be back next week with three more of these goddamn questions. I've got a big, big love for you. The Three Questions with Andy Richter is a Team Coco and Earwolf production. It is produced by Lane Gerbig, engineered by Marina Pice, and talent produced by Galitza Hayek. The associate producer is Jen Samples, supervising producer Aaron Blair, and executive producers Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Make sure to rate and review The Three Questions with Andy Richter on Apple Podcasts. Can't you tell my loves are growing? Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, 
we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.